everyone, welcome back to another episode of Tech Talk with Tage. Today, uh, March 8th, at the time of recording this, uh, the Tuesday, an Apple event occurred. Or, not an, you know, the half-year Apple event occurred. Or not half-year, because I think Apple does three events a year. They're like, early year, which is this one, and then there's another summer one, and then the, the, the spring one, the summer, and then the, the fall and the, the fall is the big one where the iPhone comes out. But uh, we had our uh, first Apple event of the year. So I'm going to talk about that because there's some uh, pretty interesting developments. Because sometimes they're boring. They just talk about software and stuff. I mean, it's interesting, but not as. But, you know, they release some important hardware. So um, let's just get to it. So first... They talked about Apple TV Plus, but no one cares. So uh, next is um, the um, the refresh of the iPhone 13 lineup. They do this kind of every uh, generation, like uh, the six months after that initial fall release and the spring event. They do a refresh of the phone with a new color. Last year they gave us a purple for the 12, which I actually quite like. Today they gave us a green or not uh yeah today sorry uh they gave us a green which i mean okay it works it's not the best i think but you know color and design is subjective so whatever it is what it is it's it's the semi-annual phone refresh so uh it yeah um, now, we also got an iPhone SE refresh, which uh, they put in the. Wait, did I uh, mark that right on my notes? There's no way that's right. Okay, uh, I'm going to be back and verify something. Right? I'm back and I'm glad I'm back because in my notes I wrote the SE refresh had an M1 chip which yeah, is not right which is why I was skeptical because I was just watching and taking notes but like so I could talk about it however I was wrong it's the A15 Bionic and uh, which we see in the 13 which is uh, essentially following the same formula as the SE. Just upgrade the chip. Uh, there's a bigger battery. Uh, it supports 5G now. I not millimeter wave though. And uh, but like, is that really relevant to anyone at the moment? No. But on the other hand, it soon will be, and most people keep their phones for like four years. So uh, depends. Or might be that up uh, incentive to upgrade. They don't add millimeter wave, so then when millimeter wave becomes more mainstream in uh, a few years down the line, uh, there will be more incentive to upgrade. <laughs> I, I did Apple think that far? On one hand, I want to say no. On the other hand, they're a massive corporation with like huge teams, so probably. Um, yeah, bigger battery, 5G, and that also means uh, better chip. Same body, uh, but that also means 
uh, a bigger price. This is ninety dollars more. Uh, pretty much a hundred. This is, uh, yeah. So the old one was three thirty-nine. I think this is four twenty-nine. So worth it, maybe. I'm not sure, a hundred bucks, but you know, it's still one of the best budget phones like out there. You can't compete. First of all, it's the only one with iOS, which matters to a lot of people because you know, iOS is just what some people have and are used to and means a lot. It, you know, it's just a good budget phone. The A15 Bionic and uh, good battery, good have good specs overall. Like, it's not a bad phone at all, especially for that price, 429 I mean, is a $100 increase completely justified? Meh. Yeah, I guess so. But whatever. Uh, I'm going to talk about price a lot more, a lot later. Uh, because it is a big part of being a consumer in tech. Next is the iPad Air, to which they added the M1 to this is very interesting and very cool to see and therefore uh, the Mac Pro is kind of less special because now the Air which is you know the lightweight but like less costly more uh, and you know more uh, I guess light it, it, it's the Air it has less I guess I mean it's less costly as well so not everyone needs a pro in their life so that the air is a good option but now it has the m1 chip so it's really powerful like you can handle final cut pro and stuff but they don't have final cut pro for um ipad but it's not the point the point is an m1 chip in an ipad put it in a phone please I i'm still living that dream i'm sorry that's probably why I wrote M1 next to iPhone SE refresh because I was just thinking in my head, like, can we put the M1 chip in the iPhone, please? We can't. We we know we can't because it will not work. Then it's the per, the function of the chip compared to the function of the phone is just they're incompatible. But I want to see it one day. Just a very powerful phone, like one like a phone that is more powerful than a PC and then like you could just destroy everyone in all the high power mobile games like Genshin Impact and I don't know like COD Mobile Max settings or even uh, what else like Asphalt 9 or Asphalt 8 whatever the racing game yes like streaming 8k on your phone I mean Maybe that's why they added it to the iPad for those purposes, just more uh, so it can suffice handling more uh, demanding tasks. But yeah, iPad Air refresh as well, so M1 chip. And because there's an M1 chip now, they have switched to USB-C on the port, which great to see. No more lightning, which is amazing. Um, uh, I think upgraded camera in it as well I think it was just the selfie camera and then uh, uh, slightly bigger battery as well or 
battery might have been the same. I don't remember actually. It's not important. Uh, like the whatever change would have happened to it is not too significant because the screen is still the same, and like the shell and the body is the same, and the the M1 chip is a more efficient uh, chip, so you're going to get more battery out of it regardless. And that's all the little stuff. Now for the main meat of this event. This incredible new chip, the M1 Ultra. We went from the M1 to the M1 Pro to the M1 Max. Now the M1 Ultra. Will we ever get an M2? And the question is, will the M2 be better than the M1 Ultra? Uh... No, it's just, it feels like having an M1 Ultra is, is better than an M2. Not sure. Uh, obviously, the M2 will be better, but um, we will just have to see. So, M1 Ultra is uh, literally uh, two M1 Maxes attached together. Like, it's exactly the same. Uh, you can even uh, like look at the specs, like the M M1 Ultra is a 20 core CPU, a 64 core GPU, and uh, the M1 Max is a 10 core uh, CPU and a 32 core GPU. And if you looked at the render, like the the image was actually just like two M M1 Maxes attached to each other. Um, so it's powerful and uh, 64 gigs storage and 128 unified storage, but you know, whatever, it's not too concerning. Uh, considering that the device it comes on, uh, the Mac Studio uh, gives you upgradable options all the way up to eight terabytes. So, I mean, you're kind of good on storage, despite the fact that the eight terabyte option is two thousand uh, dollars you have options even though i don't believe it's upgradable and it's like once you get what you get you can't revert um so let's talk about that mac studio device which it's essentially a mac mini the same uh, dim uh dimensions for the base but uh, it's a lot higher like so it's basically a thick Mac mini in order to uh, sum, sum it up it's a thick Mac mini and they do sell an M1 Max version of it but we're here for that one ultra let's be real like M1 Max you're kind of old school now at this point you know we want to see two of you so let's do it Oh yeah, and the neural engine, like the neural engine for the M1 Max is 16 cores and the M1 Ultra neural engine is 32. So they just took two M1 Maxes, put them together and they're like, okay, let's just call it the Ultra. That is from Samsung, the Ultra name. So yeah. Um, so that's the chip and the device dimensions 
basically a thick Mac Mini. So you can actually uh, put it on your desk. You don't, it's not like the Mac Pro tower design. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, eight terabytes. Yeah, that's kind of it. It's just a really powerful device. Again, like uh, Apple's not disappointing with their own uh, first-party silicon. It's really good. It's really powerful, but it's gonna keep you in the Apple ecosystem even more. Now, the, uh, along with this uh, M1, or not M1, uh, Mac Studio is uh, what they call a studio display, which is a 27-inch um, 5K, so it's worse than the Pro Display XDR. Uh, because the Pro Display's XDR is 6K, in, in, at least in terms of revolution. Um, and the display comes with everything. Uh, ultra an ultra-wide camera for selfie purposes. It's, uh, it's got the mics. It's got a, a good speaker system for the like surround sound. Well, not surround sound, but like good audio. Again, odd prices. So the display itself is $1,600. Nano texture glass makes it $2,000. And then if you want the tilt adjustable stand, that's another $1,600. A tilt and height adjustable stand is another $2,000. And then the vase mount adapter is uh, also $1,600. So. Yeah, Apple's always reasonable with those prices. Um, oh, I didn't talk about the prices of the Mac Studio. Uh, I will get back to that. So, that's that. Um, it's good. It's not, like, amazing. It doesn't have a... Uh, super... Uh, where am I going with this? Like, it, it doesn't have... Uh, too much going for the refresh rate. There's nothing about the ref refresh rate, like, on Apple's website, so, um, it seems like it's going to be pretty average, so, uh, 60 hertz. Um, oh yeah, and the iPad Air got 5G, I don't know if I mentioned that, but it has that now. Um, so that's, oh, and also inside of it is the A13 chip, too help out with the uh, noise cancellation of the mics uh, and the USB-C ports uh, in it. Uh, I think it has three in the back, so. It has the A13 chip for for that processing power the display needs, so that's that. And uh, back to the Mac Studio. The M1 Max version is starting $2,000 the M1 Ultra version is starting $4,000. And then the, like, uh, up to 8 terabytes is $2,200. I don't think anyone needs that. 1 terabyte is default. I think that's a pretty reasonable thing to have. I mean, that... if you need to, that's $400 more. But that, that's kind of... That, that's all you need. Do you really need so much? I mean, it is the Mac Studio. It is designed and targeted towards 
people like in a studio that use studio but the, the power and portability and size of this machine like its demographic is clear it's not for the, the office worker it's for the creator they need a powerful go-to device that's also small and portable like this is it and you know alongside with the uh, macbook pro 16 inch with has an sd card slot you know that that has all those ports the sd card slot like apple's really trying to make itself the perfect creator um the what's it tool this and this mac studio also has an sd card slot and it has like it has six usb-c ports and um two usb-a ports so yeah that's incredible yeah fine if you are a creator you're doing a lot of editing you're gonna have lots of massive files and a video of 8k 60 video sure fine spend two thousand dollars for eight terabyte storage plus another eight hundred dollars for the 128 gigabyte unified memory in the chip and then uh one thousand dollars for an upgraded chip so it the default is a 48 core gpu but then 64 core gpu is uh a thousand bucks so what if you total all that up the 1000 plus another 800 plus the 2000 that's eight thousand dollars plus final cut pro is three hundred dollars to as a pre-installed software and logic pro is two hundred dollars and if you're if you work on music and videos that's okay so 500 so even though i i wouldn't count the pre-installed software uh because i'm assuming as a creator you probably have your preferred editing software uh, so uh, it's eight thousand dollars for all that like worth it i'd say yeah possibly i mean I'd say so because I, I would not get the M1 Max version because there's a MacBook Pro which is M1 Max and I would rather have that over this thing because that you know that's a laptop at that point like you have a screen and everything if it's the same specs essentially I mean the the Mac Studio M1 Max would be better because it has more ports and a better cooling system and all that but I mean um, yeah at that point if you're buying an M1 Max device you should go for the MacBook Pro in my opinion so $8,000 possibly worth it I cannot fathom that because I'm not a creator well I am a creator I'm making this podcast but I, I'm not the person to be using 8 terabytes of storage and stuff um, so yeah. I guess it depends on who you are, how you fit into the demographic. After all, they did sell a $50,000 Mac Pro, which creators did purchase and they are using. So, yeah. And I think at the moment it's kind of it's more powerful or up to par with the Mac Pro tower. So, Apple just has to convert that to their silicon. Because in the... 
Uh, keynote, they did say, the Mac Pro is the only Mac device left to receive the Apple Silicon treatment or conversion or whatever you want to call it. So I'm excited for that. Not excited for the prices of that, but the, the sheer power that that device is going to have, the, the efficiency, the power, the, like what it's capable of doing is going to be absolutely incredible and terrifying at the same time. So, um, I cannot wait, but, and I'm curious what they're going to call it. Are they going to call it like the M1 Ultra Plus or are they going to go to the M2? So, um, uh, I'm assuming we're going to get that next year, which will come sooner. Uh, so that is uh, this Apple event. There's a lot in, you know, Apple with computers and being the primary creator device. You know, it's, they're really pushing themselves and putting them out there. And uh, whatever your opinions on that may be, the, they're doing it. They're the big corporation, so it's not, like, your problem. But I see most creators would be kind of happy and uh, kind of excited to use these devices. And... Just this is more resources for creators, so um, it's better. Uh, and you could use this for your office or whatever. I mean, th th there's no point. You don't need an M1 Ultra for office work. If you would like, go ahead. At that point, get the Mac Mini because I love the Mac Mini. I think it was such a great device. Was wait, does it still exist? Actually, I don't know. Uh, with this, with the new studio out, but, uh, the Mac, I think it still does exist, the, and, oh yeah, it does, there, there's a regular M1 Mac Mini, um, I talked about this, yeah, I love the Mac Mini, it's, I think it's a phenomenal device, it's small, it's portable, it's like a mini computer, it's great, and now to have a bigger, better one for the, yeah, there is an M1 Mac Mini. That that I'd recommend for you. You know that it's only it, it, its base price is 700, uh, up to uh, 900. Uh, so oh, for the M1, and then the Intel version is actually more pricey, but whatever. Um, n no one cares about the Intel versions anymore. And, and you know, on that scale of four thousand to eight thousand dollars, that's a lot better. So uh, this is definitely a creator device, and I'm ex kind of excited to just consume content, see what YouTubers are going to be able to make with this, and um, and yeah, who else? Uh, every other creator out there, e even like animators, like. I'm sure, like, the people behind Disney in their home office, they have, like, uh, this stuff. And they're using Apple products and other services and programs, uh, Apple or not, like, for their creative purposes. Like, like the iPad Pro with an Apple Pencil is a great creator tool for animators and artists, so... Um, 
I'm not surprised that people like in Disney would be using it, and I'm just excited to consume content made uh, via these uh, devices because it's going to be a lot better. It's going to be easier on them, and we're going to get better results from that. So it's 25 minutes, so I'm going to call this an episode. I think I covered everything. Uh, that uh, this is an exciting event. I really, yeah, I really like it when good hardware comes out because it it can really change consumer tech. So, and I think as a huge Mac Mini fan, I think this is going to change stuff a lot until the Mac, the big Tower Mac Pro comes out, which I know a lot of creators are probably waiting on and are not going to get this one, but so be it. Um, So until then, I will catch you on the next one. Goodbye.